think Oren's a really smart guy. He, he has some interesting solutions. Oren is here. He's very intense and very weak. No, Oren, I don't know how I'm going to die. Wait, are you asking me or telling me? Oh, hey, it's me, Oren Ross, back with uh, another edition of the Libertarian Lawyer podcast. And I'm uh, pretty exhausted today because my wife started throwing up about 1.45 last night, maybe 15 minutes after I uh, actually got to sleep. And uh, it was not all that fun to deal with. And it has not been fun all day today. So I'm uh, really tired. And, uh, and now Leo is scratching at the door incessantly because that's what he does if I'm in a room that he's not in. But... Uh, <clears throat> It's probably going to be a little bit abbreviated today, uh, but I wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, Wall Street Bets, GameStop, AMC situation because it's really funny. And I wasn't aware that uh, there was uh, a Reddit place called um, Wall Street Bets. <clears throat> if I had been, I would have been on it uh, because I do dabble in the stock market a little bit and um I'm, I think I'm pretty good at, at picking stocks and, you know, going through balance sheets and, and kind of figuring out what, which company actually has a chance to uh, make a decent, uh, decent stock. So I didn't know this existed. Um, and uh, I, I've been kind of out of the market a little bit, you know, I haven't really been paying all that much attention uh, except to a couple things because I'm really busy trying to build my own law firm. And it's, uh, you know, kind of time consuming. And I've also decided to start doing a podcast for some reason. So that takes up a little bit of time as well. So um, Leo's going to drive me nuts if he doesn't stop that. But uh, apparently these Wall Street bets people decided that they hate hedge funds enough to put all of their money into GameStop because uh, a bunch of the hedge fund guys decided to short it. Now, I don't think that there's anything inherently wrong with shorting a stock. Um, because either way, you're, just, you're, you're, you're betting on what happens to the company. If you go long on a stock, if you buy a stock, you're betting that the company's going to do well and you might lose. And if you short a stock, you're betting that the company won't do well and you might lose. Um, but I don't think that's the issue that uh, the people on Wall Street bets have. I think their issue is that these hedge funds um, have been, uh, you know, gaming the system. And if, if you don't understand that the stock market is rigged, then, um, well, this is your wake up call. It's rigged. Uh, the way you can tell it's rigged is because when the hedge funds lose, uh, when Wall Street bets wins, People from uh, the SEC and uh, the government come on, uh, they go on CNBC and all these other channels and say, well, this is, you know, this is outrageous. This is wrong. This is dangerous. Jimmy Kimmel says they might be Russians trying to ruin the economy. I'm betting Jimmy Kimmel has some money with a hedge fund. That's what I'm betting. Um, so, you know, everybody knows, hopefully everybody knows that the stock market is a little bit rigged and, um, it's, you know, it has been for a while and it seems like these Reddit dudes just got uh, tired of dealing with it. And uh, the hedge funds overshorted GameStop and uh, they noticed that uh, these people had a lot uh, that they were shorting. And, and apparently this is a thing that hedge funds do. They'll all kind of 
you know, short the same stock, get it down super low. And then, you know, if it's artificially brought down, you can also, after the short, buy a ton of stock and it will bounce right back up. And then you make money going down, you make money going up, you make money either way. And they're laughing all the way to the bank. So this is uh, something that I think, uh, you know, it's, it's not just shorting. It's the fact that they use their influence. You know, they, they go on TV, they go on CNBC and these other channels and, and talk about how, you know, how, how a company is going to do very poorly. And then everybody sells the stock, which they have shorted. Or, you know, they might go on TV and say, yeah, I think this is the new stock. This is the hot stock for 2021 because they bought a bunch of that stock already. I mean, it's, you know, there, there's nothing really stopping these people from doing this. Um, and, you know, ideally, you know, I think people are like supposed to disclose if they're in a position. Um, you know, I know on, I, I used to watch Fox Business a lot. They would disclose, you know, they would say like, yeah, I own some of this, uh, but I think it's going to do well. So at least you know that they have uh, that position. But, you know, with these hedge fund people, you don't know. Um, because I don't think the guests on these shows are under any obligation to disclose what they hold and what they don't hold, especially if they're holding it as part of a hedge fund, uh, because they're just using other people's money to make all these bets. So it's really funny um, that they've shorted that stock. I think, you know, it was like around 10 bucks and then it went up to uh, almost 500. And now it's, it's rolling back down pretty hard because Robinhood and uh, some of these other apps limited or they, they stopped uh, the ability to buy. They made it so that you could only sell. So the price had nowhere to go but down. And now the CEO of Robinhood is saying that they did that because uh, someone from the SEC, a regulator from our federal government, showed up at 3 a.m. and told him that they were going to owe $3 billion. They needed to put $3 billion in cash down as a deposit to cover all these uh, losses unless they stopped trading on GameStop. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but you know, just based on the things that the federal government has done before, I'm willing to bet it's a possibility that someone did that because the federal government seems to be... Um, there seems to be a revolving door between the federal government and all of these huge corporations where people go in the government, they get out get a job, you know, they get paid tons of money. Then they go back in the government. Then they go out and get a job for the same people they helped again over and over and over. Like Janet Yellen, who is, um, what is she now? Like, is she supposed to, she was the fed chair, obviously. I think she's what, like secretary of the treasury or something now. Is that, is that what she's doing? Uh, Secretary of the Treasury, who, um, you know, this lady, I think she got paid $810,000 for a, a, a speech that she gave to a company that happens to own uh, a large portion of Robinhood, something like that. Um, I should probably look into the specifics of that, maybe tomorrow. But this is the kind of thing that that the people on Wall Street bets are pissed off about uh, because it's so obvious to everybody. It's not Republican versus Democrat. It's have 
haves versus have nots. And it's not just haves, it's people who have a lots, okay? This is not like middle class versus lower class. This is people who could buy my house, which is not cheap. They could buy my house and use it for firewood. That's the kind of money we're talking about. And um, I'm all for free trading and everything, you know, but we don't have a free market. We don't live in a capitalist society. We live in a corporatist society where the politicians are run by interest groups, by lobbyists, by major corporations. And now we have a president who is run by interest groups, by lobbyists, by major corporations. I mean, he's a senator from Delaware since he was 29. And the dude is what, 78? Um, you think he might have a little bit of a corporate interest there? Uh, I don't know. Uh, how is it that his entire family has gotten really rich um, since he went into public office? You know, that's usually not where you think, hey, I'm going to make a ton of money being a government worker. Yeah. No, but that's what they do. So it's just really funny to watch these dudes. You know, they're all yelling about, um, you know, hold the line and uh, my, my wife's boyfriend, they're going to have to break into my wife's boyfriend's house if they want this stock back. And uh, really, really, really funny to watch. And I, I didn't realize that there were uh, these chat rooms because I've been, I, I keep getting stuck in this idea that, you know, I need to be an adult and be responsible and, uh, you know, not deal with the chat rooms and things so much, but obviously that's an idiotic way to think because that's where things happen. I've still got this, uh, you know, my parents kind of nailed into me like, you know, you're never going to get a job playing video games. You need to go to school. Well, turns out you can make a lot more playing video games than you can going to school. Uh, and that's also why I dropped out of school. Uh, the week after spring break, my first year, and automatically failed all the classes I was in. Um, because, you know, I'm smart enough to not need college, but I didn't have a plan and uh, was really stupid because I basically got a dead end job and worked there for a while until I decided to go back to school. But, um, you know, valuable lesson there. Um, I just needed a plan and uh, it's hard to have a plan. And I still don't have a plan sometimes, but, you know, for the foreseeable future, I've got a plan. Um, but who knows where it goes. But anyway, it's really funny to watch these dudes do this. You know, they're just losing it. Uh, and and uh, some of them have made, you know, they're, they're up millions and millions and millions and millions. Like uh, I saw one dude who was up 10 million, 22 million at one point. Um, obviously, they're not there anymore. But they were, they were up pretty good. It looked pretty good for them. Um, so what else should we talk about here? Ah, uh, yeah. Well, SNL is no longer, uh, criticizing Biden. You think, you think they're not going to criticize Biden? Hmm. Well, let's see. It's only the funniest thing that could possibly happen. Like we basically have Mr. Magoo as a president. Um, I'm sure he trips over things all the time. He calls his, like he called his, his wife, his sister and vice versa. They should be making fun of this dude. The fact that they aren't is, is just blowing my mind. Um, except it's not really like it, you know, you'd think people would want to be funny, but 
these uh, late night hosts, they haven't been funny for years. They haven't been funny since Trump got elected. Uh, I mean, Stephen Colbert, he's like, he might as well just start like a, a, a news show. He doesn't talk about anything that's funny. Uh, none of them do, really. It's all Trump jokes. And, um, you know, I don't really mind Trump jokes all that much because, you know, there's a lot to make fun of with a guy like that. But the good thing about Saturday Night Live before was that they made fun of everybody. Like, you know, they had Phil Hartman playing Bill Clinton. Like, that was awesome. He was so good at that. And then Daryl Hammond playing Bill Clinton. Really, really good. And they would say really funny things and they would make fun of everybody. But now they're too woke. And um, that word pisses me off so much because it's intentional. Uh, if you say that you are woke, I might try to slap you just so that a little bit of English comes off my fingers into your brain. But, um, you know, SNL, obviously, no, nobody's trying to be funny anymore. In fact, um, CNN is like actively trying to get Fox News taken off the air. And you have this weirdo, Brian Stelter, who everyone says he's not gay um, because he has a wife and a kid. Knowing a lot of gay men, uh, that does not mean anything. Sometimes that's just a cover, and sometimes they might like both. But Brian Stelter is very feminine. It seems like he's wearing lipstick half the time. And uh, he's just a, he's a weirdo. Uh, something about him is just off. Maybe it's the cue ball effect of, you know, just that, that forehead that never stops there. But, you know, he, he, what's his show? His show is called Reliable Sources, right? But he never has anybody who doesn't agree with him on there. So it doesn't seem all that reliable, does it? Because, you know, even if I think I'm correct on most things, and I do, because I wouldn't hold those positions and feelings if I thought they were incorrect, uh, I can be swayed. I can be, you know, convinced that maybe I'm not correct about things if you present logic and evidence and facts and reason. But this guy doesn't do any of that. And in fact, uh, there's a guy retiring from CNN, uh, who's been there for like 40 years, like since CNN opened. And um, Brian Stelter was talking about how he's a legend and, you know, all this. And he's like, you know, what, what can we do to make our show better? And the guy's like, well, you can have some people on who are, you know, maybe right of center because, you know, you don't really have any of those people. And it would kind of give your uh, show a lot more credibility if you had some legitimate people on who are right of center. And Brian Stelter, of course, ignored that and started talking about how the guy's been working there for four years again. Um, because these people, they don't live in the real world. I don't, I don't know where it is they live, but like they live in New York, uh, you know, New Jersey, Connecticut, wherever it is. And these, these TV anchors, they make millions a year. Like they make really good money. They're not making what people like you and me make. They're rich. Um, and some of them like Anderson Cooper, he's like an heir to the Vanderbilt fortune or something like that, like crazy rich. And, um, they're just, uh, completely out of touch with everything. And then they wondered why their ratings were going down. And, and that's the best part about Trump, uh, Trump not winning is that CNN is going to crash and burn because he's the only reason they were still in business, I think.
as a terribly run company. Um, and they drove it into the ground. And then Trump came around and resurrected it like a, you know, like a, like a phoenix rising from the ashes. And uh, sun's gone down again. They're going to crash and burn. It's going to be really funny. But other than that, um, other than CNN being garbage, which they usually are, things are, you know, getting a little bit darker. Um, so you may recall that a bunch of National Guard troops were sent to Washington, D.C. after uh, people went to the Capitol and some people misbehaved and acted very poorly in the Capitol. Well, for some reason, uh, states are still sending National Guard troops to Washington, D.C., even though, even though there have been zero reports of protesters or anything since the Capitol issue. And uh, you might wonder why. Well, the governor of Illinois, Governor J.B. Pritzker, said that ultimately we must root out the dark forces of racism, white supremacy, and disinformation that have created this moment. But until we do that, our extraordinary troops will deploy with honor. Um, I wasn't aware that you could deploy the National Guard to a United States city to protect against disinformation. If that's the case, we need them in Atlanta because CNN is spitting disinformation 24-7. They're calling themselves the most trusted name in news. Right there, right there, you know that it's done. CNN has not been trusted by anyone since the Gulf War. Um, well, it's not been trusted by anyone who is capable of rational thought and examining two sides of a situation since the Gulf War. Um, now, <clears throat> you, you might want to know, uh, or you might be wondering, uh, where, where is this uh, white supremacy? Where, where does this racism come in uh, when a bunch of people went into the Capitol, many of whom were let in by the police there, uh, but some of them went in and destroyed things and went nuts. And I, some of them obviously are like legitimately insane. Um, probably a lot of them, the, you know, the ones who actually broke in. Where, where does the white supremacy come in? Well, it comes in because they are Trump supporters. So what the Democrats do is they claim without any evidence that everyone is a white supremacist. Um, because if you are a white supremacist, that means you are evil and they are justified in doing anything that they want to get rid of you, uh, whether it's constitutional, whether it's unconstitutional, whether it involves violence or nonviolence, they want to get rid of everyone who disagrees with them. So they just throw out racist, white supremacist all the time. Um, I didn't see a single thing that indicated white supremacy anywhere around the Capitol at that point, uh, you know, nothing. And obviously Trump dis didn't say anything that's white supremacist because he is not a white supremacist. He has disavowed that more times than any other president has because he's been asked way more times than any other president. And he'll say it over and over and over and they'll still ask him the same question. So anytime somebody talks about white supremacy, um, they're not being genuine because as far as I'm aware, there, there haven't been any legitimate white supremacist issues uh, in, in many, many years. I think Timothy McVeigh might have been 
something along those lines. That was like early 90s. Um, but it, I think it was more just that they were anti-federal government. A lot of things were happening at that point, like Ruby Ridge and Waco, where people realized that the government was overstepping their bounds. And uh, they were very anti-federal government. White supremacy uh, exists just like black supremacy, just like uh, Mexican supremacy, Asian supremacy. There are always going to be people who are racist. That's built into the human genome, I think. Um, I mean, that's, that, that's how you survive, or that's how people survived a long time ago. Because if somebody who doesn't look like you shows up at your village, they're probably there to invade and kill you and rape people and pillage, right? So that's probably built into us a little bit. You're wary of people who don't look like you or who don't sound like you or uh, maybe who don't think like you, whatever it is. But uh, I think the real question is, where were we? Um, where were we seeing all of these white supremacists this year? Were they, were they the people who were burning down cities and breaking down and, you know, forming uh, their own sovereign countries inside Seattle and, and, you know, Atlanta? There was one. They just took over a street and shot a little black girl because her mom tried to turn around because she saw a bunch of people with guns in a street. Um, was that the white supremacists? Oh, no, that was the Black Lives Matter movement, which is... Ding, 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 a black supremacist movement, okay? Because Black Lives Matter is not there to just get equality, all right? Because we already have, at least legally, we have equality, okay? It's illegal to discriminate, public or private. You can't discriminate against people, right? Um, Somehow people don't seem to understand that. They think that everything is built around racism and white supremacy, which is ridiculous on its face because, I mean, honest to God, we've had a black president. We had a dude, and he got elected twice, okay? That guy has way more power than anybody I know who is white will ever, ever have, okay? You know what that means? That means we're not a white supremacist nation if we elect a black guy as president, at least a large portion of the government. Now, turns out Trump got more votes than him. Well, they don't want to talk about that, but, um, you know, the, these governors who talk about racism, white why, why are they really sending troops to Washington? I don't really, I don't really know why, uh, unless they think that there is something real coming. Uh, and and the, the, the real joke is that they think it would happen in Washington because nobody really cares about Washington, DC. I mean, like strategically, that's not your end goal. Um, there's, there's no reason to, to go there and march. You can march in your own city in your own state and make an actual difference. If you go to Washington, D.C., what's going to happen? Well, Nancy Pelosi is going to ask for machine guns <laughs> to be used against you, which the lady actually did. She requested machine guns be placed in the streets of Washington, D.C. And so now D.C. is basically a it looks like a war zone. 
and uh, you can't really go there and um, everything's locked down. And this is how you can tell that we're not a free country, right? Because in a free country, wouldn't you think that people who are being peaceful should at least be able to go to these places? Like you should be able to go to the Capitol. You should be able to go to the White House. You should be able to go to the Washington Monument. You should be able to get into Washington, D.C. And you should also be able to have a gun in Washington, D.C. Um, you know, that's just, you know, Second Amendment to the damn Constitution. It's right there. It's right there. But nobody cares. It's uh, just ridiculous. And um, I think I've ranted enough for tonight. But uh, look out, people, because things are going downhill fast. Uh, once the hedge funds start coming down, once, once people realize that, you know, we can actually do th something about what these hedge funds and these government bureaucrats are doing, they're going to do it, and they're going to keep doing it, and they're going to keep finding ways to do it. And there's not a whole lot these dudes can do to stop you. They, they might be able to stop you for a few minutes, but there are workarounds, there are ways to do it. And people are going to keep doing it because people are pissed off because it, it, it has been almost a year that we've been in this. They're locking down places even harder now than they ever have before. Locking down harder because now, oh, new strains, new strains, right? There's always going to be a new strain. There's always going to be a new virus. I got news for some of you. You're going to get coronavirus, okay? Pretty much everybody's going to get coronavirus. Even if you get the vaccine, you're still going to get coronavirus and you can still give it to other people, all right? It's not a magic cure, okay? It's not a magic bullet. You're going to get it. Just like people get colds every year, people get the flu every year. Yeah, maybe, maybe you get a vaccine every year, all right? You still might get it just like you still might get the flu so things are going to go downhill and they're keep they're going to just going to keep pushing people more and more and more and um ultimately don't give in all right i'm not going to say to buy any of those stocks um and thank god i didn't because i would have been i would have been freaking out right now because they're going way down but um the government is completely corrupt at this point um, and they are in bed with all of these corporations, all of the social media, all of the big banks, all of the big uh, retail stores. They're all in bed together. So support your local community, support your local stores. Try not to buy too much stuff off Amazon. It is really convenient sometimes, especially if you need something in a hurry and you don't want to leave your house. I'm lazy sometimes too. All right. But we need to all make an effort not to do this so much because Jeff Bezos doesn't need any more money. I'll give Elon Musk my money. Uh, I really hope he starts a store like Amazon because I would use that every day because um, Elon's awesome. Nice to have a libertarian be the richest man in the world for once. So that's it for me. Um, feel free to uh, like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, as Tim Pool says sometimes. Do whatever you want. Uh, download this on iTunes, please. Uh, just, you know, let's get some downloads because I'd like to keep doing this and I'm going to keep doing this. Uh, it, you know, it'd just be nice if people could actually hear it at some point when I actually have something to say. I know I didn't really today, but whatever. Um, so that's it for me. So see y'all later.